I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big Ben has re-signed with the Steelers for a lower number. Seattle is now officially taking calls on Russell Wilson. And uh, Baker Mayfield saw UFO. Three big quarterback stories today. T.J. Hushmanzada, Fox Sports NFL analyst, is now joining me live. So you actually know um, the Seahawks culture pretty well. Are you shocked that after Russell goes a little public, Seattle is that uncomfortable that they're making calls to trade him? I, I wouldn't say I'm shocked. If you look at the history, you, you look at Richard Sherman, you look at Earl Thomas, Pete Curl has pretty much had a problem with their best players. As soon as they start to speak up, as soon as they start to question him, he, he gets rid of them. And so Russell Wilson will be the next guy that spoke out said something you question pete you you have to go and that's what it look it's looking like it makes no sense to me you don't really see quarterbacks as good as russell wilson uh get traded but i but i foresee that taking place what do you think it is just pete has a belief system and and uh it has to run through him i mean so you make a good point i mean richard sherman he had a problem with him um earl thomas he had a problem with him like a lot of coaches can handle it it but just Pete doesn't do that. If, if you don't support Pete, you're out, basically, is what you're saying. 
Yeah, Peter's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, really is. Like, he smiles in it, but he, you you can't question him. And it's just really weird. And I, I, I look at it from this standpoint, Colin, is you look at the Buffalo Bills. Sean McDermott is a defensive coach. When he took that job, he was a defensive coach. Great defense. Run the ball. You draft Josh Allen. And then he adapted. He evolved. They, Dave, will turn this into an offense that we can win Super Bowls and go to playoff. They evolved and literally just threw the ball all over the field, the Buffalo Bills. Pete Carroll doesn't want to evolve. They have a bad game or two. Oh, we, we got to be a two-yard and a cloud of dust offense. We got to start running the ball more. Pete doesn't want to evolve. He wants to be in the old days of playing football, at least offensive football. And Russell's looking at it like, look what Mahomes is doing. <laughs> look what Josh Allen is doing. Look what Jared Goff is doing in our own division. Look what Shanahan is doing in our own division. Look what Kyler Murray's doing in our own division. Why are we not playing how these guys are playing? And he's fed up. If you were Dak Prescott's agent, I'm going to make an argument that Dak should take a franchise tag and not want to stay long-term in Dallas, and here's why. It's very hard to win in the NFL Super Bowls if you have an average coach and an average GM. Jerry Jones is the Cowboys GM and Mike McCarthy's the coach. Why not just take the franchise money, go to the market next year? By the way, the Patriots, Niners, and Saints may not have a quarterback next year. It's a bad quarterback college group next year. Why shouldn't Dak just say, pay me for a year, big money, 37 large, and let me just go to the market? Is Security isn't the be-all, end-all, is it, if you're Dak Prescott? He's a quarterback. He's, he's going to get it eventually. For, for me, if I'm Dak, I'm taking the franchise regardless. I'm, I'm getting to the open market next year. You take the franchise, you make $68 million in two years, and to me, you, you play the Kirk Cousins game, and you make the amount of money that Kirk Cousins has made over the last six, seven years – and, and that's the way you go about it. But if you look on the flip side, you look at the, uh, the NFC East, it, the, that division, it's very winnable every year. Washington, they don't have a quarterback. The Eagles, they don't have a quarterback. The Giants have a quarterback, but do they really have a quarterback? So you're looking at that, that division and saying any team can win this division. That with the Cowboys right away puts him at the forefront of that division just because he's the best quarterback in that division. But if I'm Dak Prescott, I'm playing a year on the franchise, and I'm hitting the market, and we'll see what happens. So um, you played for the Cincinnati Bengals for eight years. They have the fifth overall pick. They found their quarterback. They've got several needs. If you ran the Bengals, what – and you do all this college stuff. You're very keen on college players, developing them. You watch a lot of football. What should your Bengals do with a fifth pick, a great pick in this draft? One of two guys. Panay Sewell from Oregon, offensive tackle, or Rashawn Slater, the tackle from Northwestern. You, you have to draft one of those guys. The focus for the Bengals should be offensive line early and often in the draft. And, and if you can find a defensive starter up front, you do that as well. But you have to keep Joe Burrow protected because when you, when you look at that division, the Steelers always play defense. The Ravens always play defense. Oh, and the Browns have Miles Garrett. So you have to keep Joe Burrow upright and protecting it starts with a, a front you they draft anything under than one of those two linemen i'll be shocked all right you work out with a lot of college quarterbacks and receivers this is an excellent wide receiver draft is there one that's different better than all the others in your opinion tj i mean for me it's 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 obvious but he's kind of drifted away because he opted out is jamar chase 
if you, you just look at the way he played his last year in college with Burrow as a quarterback, and he was the number one receiver on that LSU team. Justin Jefferson was the number two receiver on that team. And then you see what Justin Jefferson did this year, and you'll say, oh, my God, he was the number two behind Jamar Chase. So I, me personally, I'm going with Jamar Chase. He's not a very tall guy. He's probably six feet, but he's thick. He just has great body control, great hand-eye coordination, and the ability to go up and get the ball that other guys just don't have. Um, he just has a knack for catching the ball, getting separation. And in NFL, you, these guys are good. You're not going to kill guys all the time. You're going to have to make contested catches. And that's what he did best when he was uh, the last time we seen him playing college football. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. So a year ago at this time, T.J. Hushmanzada, you were telling me on the air and off, Justin Herbert is going to be unbelievable. So you kept saying to me, you're saying, dude, 
This guy is so big, his calves, his shoulders, his arm. And you, you're one of the reasons Joy and I sort of bought it. You know, we, we, we liked him, and you just kept saying, trust me, I'm seeing this kid every day. He's going to be unbelievable. And as you predicted, he was unbelievable. I suspect with a new coach, offensive-minded guy, uh, they have a history of drafting pretty well. Justin's going to keep going. So you're also now seeing some of the quarterbacks. This appears to be a pretty good quarterback draft. Is there one quarterback or a couple that you have strong feelings about in this quarterback draft? Man, so I just got back from uh, from actually working with him this morning. And I need some more time to give you an honest answer, Colin. Like, being out there, like, Trevor Lawrence, big guy, can move, can run, can really throw it. Great person, knows how to communicate with people. But then you, you see Zach Wilson and you say, oh, he's not that big. And then you see him run. He runs like a skilled guy, like he's a receiver, a DB. He's that fast. And then you see him throw and you're like, oh, wow. Ball just jumps out his hand. And then... You see Justin Field, he's huge, like not very tall. It's probably 6'3", but he's a big boy, thick, big legs, big shoulders, very accurate throwing the ball today. He can run. And, and so those three guys are at the top. Where they fall, if I need to, if I have to give you an honest answer, I need to see more. But I was very, very impressed with the accuracy and the way the ball uh, was coming out, all three of those guys' hands. Hey, listen, we got five guys that are going to get drafted. Uh, you know, three of them probably do work. Let's be honest. That's usually usually one guy doesn't work, two or three do, and one's in the middle. And uh, I I worry about Zach Wilson's frame. He looks skinny to me. That worries me a little. You? He's he's not he's not skinny. He's just not a he's just not overly tall. He's a thick guy. I would say he's about two ten. And the other guy that was out there today with us, Kyle Trask, cannon, huge, big, like six seven years ago Kyle Trask would probably be the first pick prototypical quarterback big dude big arm um walked up to the field I thought oh there go Carson Wentz oh no that's not Carson Wentz that's Kyle Trask so um but Zach Wilson he's not a skinny guy by any means he's just not very tall you played Bengals eight years Ravens one I've I was a fan of Big Ben in his prime I've heard stories about his lack of commitment for film study his lack of commitment in the offseason I was always told the audible system for the Steelers is pretty remedial and simple compared to a Manning or a Brady. So the Steelers re-signed him today for a smaller number. When you when you didn't have to face him, obviously, with the Bengals or Ravens, you're an offensive player. But what did what did guys that face Big Ben say? What were his strengths and weaknesses? How was he viewed by players in your division? I mean, for me personally, and a lot of guys, Big Ben was he was the boxer that would take one of yours or land one of his. And he, he would sit in there. He he would stare down the face of that rush. He wouldn't flinch. He wouldn't panic. And that's why his receivers had so – they get so many opportunities to get off-scripted plays and yards because he's willing to take a hit and throw that ball at the last minute. He's real, willing to scramble around and let his guys get that extra time to get open. I've always had a lot of respect for Ben. I thought he was one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And when you look at it, every receiver that he's played with, every receiver – their number one receiver has always played well when Ben has been the quarterback, and so that, that says something for me. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, free agency is very interesting. So, you know, the, the old numbers are about 33% of free agents go to a team and it works. It's great. But there's a lot of whiffs. 
you you've seen are you a fan of free agency for teams obviously for the players they make more money it's good for the players but on the teams you were on when your teams landed free agents did they work did they not fit you know if you don't own the car initially you don't the odometer could be false right you don't know exactly what kind of guy he is in your history in the nfl what did you make of free agent acquisitions for, for me the, the smart teams this this how i look at it is this if you bring in a big time high money free agent if he's an offensive player run things that he does well don't make him fit into what you want him to do Go watch the film from what he did well at his previous team. Implement a lot of those things. Talk to him. Okay, when you guys ran this uh, route, when you guys were in this formation, what were you guys looking for? Why did you run the route this way? If, you, and if you're a defensive player, put schemes in that he's used to that he can be successful at. See, what happens is these guys have a lot of success, and they go to a different team, and they do the same thing that they did when they were on the – previous team but that's not how the new team wants it what's it done and they're like oh this guy can't play implement what he does well and i believe you'll see more success rates but a lot of these coaches in the league they want it done their way yeah. and they don't want to compromise and that's where they go wrong at all right in review um tj hushmanzada who you know knows this league played in seattle says if you're gonna call out pete carroll you're going to get shipped in Seattle. And the story today, the Seahawks have made calls to other teams about trading Russell Wilson. He's not happy in Seattle. Diana Rossini at ESPN tells the Pat McAfee Show. Good stuff. TJ, love seeing you, my man. Colin, I appreciate it, man. As always, keep up the great work. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.